Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Good morning, everybody. This is your Daily Crypto News for Thursday, October 12, 2023. My name is Matt. You can email me at matt at dailycryptonews.net. And somebody did. It was Kukisan. Long time no here, Kukisan. And Kukisan wanted to put something on my radar that I should have put in the podcast a long time ago. Is that there is a fake decrypt token being passed around. And people are saying that DCPT token is being airdropped to people who are readers of decrypt. And this is totally fake. So if you get some spam in your email that says, get the airdrop from decrypt, that you can get this free token for reader rewards from decrypt, it is fake. I got the same email a couple of days ago. I'm on Decrypt's email list. I am on their socials, so I've been seeing them put out warnings as well, but I didn't say anything here. My bad. I'm sorry I didn't say anything. But if you do get something in your email saying, Dear Decrypt community or Dear Decrypt reader, DCP token is here. Don't click it. Don't get your earn reader token rewards. It is absolutely a scam. So please be warned. In the mornings, I wake up around uh, 7 o'clock or so. I plan the show, and then I start recording around, you, you always hear the timestamps, so it's around 10 o'clock. So between 7 o'clock and 10 o'clock, I'm planning the show. I eat some breakfast, and then I come over, and I start recording the show. And during that time, a lot of my mood sometimes changes. I wake up in one mood, and I'm like really uh, commarginy about some certain things. And then by the time 10 o'clock rolls around, I'm like, ah, you know what? I'm not really not that pissed off about that. I don't want to rant about that. But this is one that I woke up, and I was really pissed off. And I'm not too pissed off now about it, but I still want to tell you about it. And it's a narrative that I still keep seeing going around. And I just want to say that, look, you're hearing a lot of things about car repossessions and housing prices and mortgages and interest rates and the Fed and inflation and so on and so forth. And everybody's predicting that we're either going to have a hard landing and Janet Yellen's still saying, oh, we're going to have a soft landing. (laughs) She was wrong back in 2008. So, you know what? Grain of salt. But this narrative is being passed around a lot. It's a lot of fear, uncertainty, and doubt in the markets, in the economy. And a lot of people are pointing to Bitcoin, saying Bitcoin is uncorrelated with the markets. Bitcoin is a store of value. Put your money into, let me tell you, and this is my obligatory, not financial advice statement. This is not financial advice, but there is no reason 
for this to be true. Yes, maybe sometimes Bitcoin went up and the stock market went down or oppositely, uh, Bitcoin went down and stock market went up. But there is no evidence that Bitcoin is uncorrelated with the markets. So whenever you hear somebody says that, hey, you want to protect your wealth or you want to uh, have a store of value, the market's going to go down, there's going to be a depression or recession or the economy's blah, blah, blah. No, don't put it into Bitcoin because you think that that's going to save any kind of, there's no evidence of that. And if there is a recession or depression or some very big economic turmoil, you're going to see a lot of people pull out of the markets, all markets, not just, you know, certain markets, the S&P or whatever, or the tech sector. You're going to see people move their money out and hold that dry powder to redeploy when they deem it a good time to start buying again. And this is for all markets, Bitcoin, crypto, S&P 500, the tech sector, any, any other sector that you can think of. You're not going to see sophisticated investors or institutions move money out of the stock market and put into Bitcoin because it's a store of value or digital gold. No, <laughs> no. So please don't fall for that. It's just something that I see that a lot of people keep liking to pass around and it is absolutely not true. And there's no evidence of this. And honestly, it tricks people into buying Bitcoin and then number goes down and everybody's like, oh, I just lost money. Well, you didn't until you sell, but you know what I'm saying. There is a caveat that I want to point out to this is that on November 18th of 2004, that's when gold launched their ETF. The ETF hit the market. And by 2011, from 2004 until 2011, gold went up 350%. Look, a Bitcoin spot ETF is the only time where we're going to see sufficient amount of capital move into Bitcoin that is going to allow for the floor to keep moving up. And we're going to see higher highs and higher lows. Until then, we're still going to be on the boom bust cycle of the Bitcoin halving. Anyway, I just want to put that out there, my two cents. If you want to argue with me about anything I say, please email me, matt at dailycryptonews.net. Evidence presented as part of the Sam Bankman free trial shows that he held Binance responsible for leaking the balance sheet for Alameda Research to Coindesk. And Alameda's CEO, Caroline Ellison, who was testifying yesterday said that Sam Bankman-Fried prepared a memo dated November 6, 2022, outlining potential investors he and others planned to reach out to for a bailout. In the document, Sam Bankman-Fried wrote that Binance, the world's largest crypto exchange, as we all know, had been engaging in a PR campaign against them. Against them, meaning against FTX. Caroline Ellison also clarified to the court that this memo was also trying to clarify that $12 billion of client assets on the exchange, they just weren't there. And FTX only had about one third of that or about $4 billion available to process withdrawals. So a bailout was needed. And while Caroline Ellison was on the stand, she wanted to also tell us jurors that FTX insiders tapped the sex working industry to try to reclaim a billion dollars worth of assets that were frozen by the Chinese government. And they listed Thai prostitutes to try to coerce the Chinese government to give up that money. That $1 billion was frozen by the Chinese government in response to money laundering investigations. FTX and Alameda also hired a lawyer in China to try to get those funds unfrozen. But that didn't work, said Ellison. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. 
There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. And that the team actually tried another strategy. So the prostitutes didn't work. You know, that lawyer didn't work. You know, that coercion didn't work. So how about this? Why don't we just send $150 million in crypto assets to wallets that they believe to be Chinese officials? The way that I read this, and this has not been stated, is that, hey, if, you know, a couple tens of million dollars shows up to somebody's crypto wallet that we know that they're trying to do a favor and they just see this all magically appear in a wallet, then they might do the favor for us. <laughs> I mean, who the hell has $150 million in crypto assets just to send willy-nilly to, to wallets that they believe to be Chinese official wallets? I mean, that is so irresponsible. This guy is in deep shit. They're all in deep shit. Call the plumber or call somebody because the DeFi space keeps leaking money out of it. Left and right, DeFi protocol Platypus suffered a second flash loan attack in nine months. Shield was the first to report this attack. And they disclose that this exploit led to around $2 million in losses. Platypus put out a statement that said, The whole team is working on communicating with different parties to try to recover funds from the contracts, identify the root cause of this exploit, and trace the identity of the hackers. We will share updates with the community soon. More than likely, they're going to offer some bounty to say, Hey, can you return these funds and we'll just give you this much money and we won't press charges on you. This is the only recourse that the space has because they're all irresponsible business people, operators, and unqualified to be building these protocols. Platypus, by the way, is an automated market maker, AMM protocol, within the Avalanche blockchain. And it's created with the primary goal of exchanging stable coins. Speaking of stable coins, yield generating stable coin USDR loses its peg and it plummeted to 50 cents. If you guys listen to the show, you know how I feel about stablecoins. If they're not backed by fiat currency, to be honest with you, tangible U.S. dollars, $1 in, $1 of USDT, USDC printed or minted, then it's honestly crap. Stay away from it. And real USD or USDR is exactly that, crap. It was backed by real estate, and it lost its peg. Who would have thought? Apparently, they had a market cap of around $45 million before the price drop. USDR was meant to be a new kind of money, red flag. Backed by real estate, red flag, and promising 8 to 15% returns per year, red freaking flag. Do you guys want another red flag? I got one for you. USDR's collateral was mostly illiquid. They were illiquid assets like real estate. They also had some dye. So basically, if you have a stable coin that has a lot of redemptions, they're trying to say, hey, you know what? We got to get our money and get out of here. And it's backed by something that's illiquid. Well, yeah, you're going to tank the price because how are you going to get the money out if you're trying to redeem the stable coin for actual fiat currency? Red flags all around. Hopefully nobody listening to this show got caught up in that. And finally, Trezor. You know, Trezor is a hardware wallet. So if you love to self-custody, remember, not your keys, not your cheese. You can do it now in style. And that's because these new wallets are made from aerospace-grade stainless steel, resistant to corrosion, and features watertight seals, ensuring protection against fire, water, acids, and impacts. Just FYI, there's 420 million people that have cryptocurrency, and only 2% of those store their currency 
in a hardware wallet. So from a business point of view and a market point of view, there's a lot of people I could be selling hardware wallets to. And from a podcast point of view, that means the majority of the people that's listening to this show are probably not using a hardware wallet. So do me a favor, get yourself a damn hardware wallet, please. Now let's get into those crypto prices. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. And the time is 10.41 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have Fear Greed sitting at 40, moving slightly into the fear range. Bitcoin is sitting at $26,687, down 1.4% 1 in 24, or 4.5 in 7. Ethereum's at $1,542, down 1.7% 1 in 24, or 6% in 7. Tellers number 3, Binance is at 205, down 0.7%. And XRP is at 47.8 cents, down 1.7% 1 in 24, or 8.9% in 7. Running off the top 10, we have USDC, Solana, Cardano, Doge, and Tron. The total market cap is at $1.04 trillion. A Bitcoin dominance dropping below 50%. It's at 49.9 and an ETH dominance of 17.8. And that was our show today. I'll see you tomorrow with Asia Focus and more crypto news. Until then, happy hodling, everyone.